relationships, money, relationships, whatever you want to talk about. Welcome to Two Guys, One Shot with your hostess, Quinn. It's your boy, Frank, Frank Moore. And it's your boy, Oliver. Please enjoy the show. Now, shots on us. Welcome back to Two Guys, One Shot podcast. And this week, we got a special guest with us. His name... Richie Rich. Rich. There you go. Richie Kid. Rich. Oh, I thought you forgot his name. <laughs> nah, I just want to give him a hey, chance to, to say. Welcome to the show, Rich. Like, thanks, man. on with you, brother. Oh, uh, man, it's another day in paradise, man. Yeah, I like that. That's what's up. <laughs> you sound like me, boy. You sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's just jump right into it. How was you guys' weekend? What Anything happened? Anything special? Yes, I had a lot of fun. Um, my homegirl came in town. One of my old coworkers came in town. We had a lot of fun. That's pretty much how I did. Frank, anything about you? Yeah, you know, you know, we had we went to this uh, Alzheimer's walk over in uh. Oh, that was this weekend. Yeah, Flagler. It was oh, pretty okay. cool. We had a good time. You know, I mean, the co-workers, you know, support Alzheimer's. You know, I like the fact that he moved from City Place to Flagler because the scenery was amazing, man. Just having. Oh, that's where they moved it too. Yeah, it's happening, but next to the water, it was just great. It was cool. It was I didn't know it was that close. I could maybe I should have came. Yeah, yeah, it was cool, man. Rich, what about you? You did anything special this weekend? No, not this weekend. I'm just coming back from two weekends ago. You know, I burned out from the Kevin Hart, um, Kevin Hart show down mm-hmm. in Miami Arena. Oh, how was that? Yeah, good. AAA. I missed yeah, that. Yeah, uh, it was pretty good, but unfortunately, it was disappointing for us because, um, because you know, I follow Kevin Hart really a lot. So what Kevin Hart did is uh, the mirror that he was testing out. He tested in Palm Beach. And that same until he tests out, he, he used the same. Oh, uh, so you went to both. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, being such a follow fan of Kevin Hart, you know, I didn't know that. So, mm. you know, so, but you didn't remember the jokes um, from more from more, but, you know, you still, like, so <laughs> still hits you with the memory card. It wasn't verbatim. He tried to tweak it a little bit, but it's just like the punchline. It's the writing process, comment. though, for comics, it's though. It's the punchline, but his openers was just hilarious, you know, the his openers were really yeah, new good. content, like, new stuff. The, the opener is usually the new stuff. No, no, no. no. Oh, it's the it's the whole the it's the guy. setup oh, for the people opening yeah, people. Yeah, opening oh, people. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, two, um, three guys that opened before him were pretty funny. Okay. And like I said, I was still laughing, you know, chuckling here and there. Cause the punchline still the way he delivered. As long as you start like, deliver on point, it was still funny though. But it just like it was kind of like fifty fifty. I'm like, oh man, so you gonna tell the baby joke? Oh, I know what's next coming. So you already know the joke. <laughs> so you can't watch the movie when it comes out then. Uh, nah, not necessarily. <laughs> but like I said, I can't remember the joke from word from word, but you know, that's why you're so strict about the phone. But when you follow somebody so much, mm-hmm. they're like, man, you know, you slip up. You know, it's like, true, true. Yeah, that's what's up, I didn't man. know you were a big Kevin Hart fan. Uh, yeah, you know, because like, I, I like Kevin Hart because um, the reason I like Kevin, the number one reason I like Kevin Hart because I see him failing. You know, I see when he's like, obviously, like, you know, uh, what's that one? Soul Plane? Mm-hmm. So that, that was a big horrible movie. Horrible movie. Horrible. 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 Actually, let's not say horrible. Yeah, I'm not going to say horrible. horrible. For the time, it made sense. But looking back at it, it was, it was horrible. horrible. Then he came out yeah, Paper Soldiers. I was young when that movie came out. Paper Soldiers. He came out Paper Soldiers. Me and my friends liked it. Really? My point of cats, actually. So... Paper Soldier was a, it's a hood movie. Yeah, it was hood. It was okay. I didn't even know I. I didn't like. Well, Benny Siegel. Y'all never seen Benny Siegel? I thought Ride Along was like his first, second movie. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. I promise you, I, I didn't even know. You gotta go back in the back, back for Kevin Hart. Soul Plane is a classic. I don't know what right. y'all. Then he had a reality show that got canceled. So when you see all his stuff, he still make oh, out. Yeah. And he still make out. No reality show got canceled. Hollywood Husbands, right? No, the Big House. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one he had with Hollywood Husbands? Real Husbands was Hollywood Yeah, recently. Yeah, that's recent. Yeah, before, that's after before, he made I'm it. I'm talking about before Kevin Hart. See, this is like before. Before, before the fame. Before, before all the big, fame. Big time fame. Kevin Hart. See, oh, not everybody. Really, that's what I'm saying. Everybody really thinks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everybody yeah. thinks it's over now. Celebrity. It's really not because I see. He's been doing it for like 20 years. Yeah, he's been in the game for so long. Now he's finally getting like rising on cream. To, mm-hmm. And now he's getting the recognition. Now and now, it, all this and that. Everybody keeps saying, oh, he's an overnight celebrity, or he overnight, this and this and that. He's not funny through writing jokes. It's not true, because, like, I see the delivery. Like, yeah. Like I see his own failures. I see his mistakes. I see his downfall. And you overcome that, and you be successful. So that just shows the message that no matter what you're going through, you still can make it. You're true. Take time. You just got to be patient. Just take time and patience yeah, and keep so grinding. That's why you've been right. Shots Kevin to Kevin Hart. Even though I did see that new movie with him and Tiffany Haddish. It was Night School? It ain't that good. It, the commercial looked funny, so I wasn't too pleased about that. You it's, know, so. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. It ain't good. Speaking of people going on the grind with the music this week, I got some special come-ups. You know, they just starting, not really just starting out, but like low on the radar. Um, Summer Walker 
just came out with a new CD. It's um, Last Days of Summers. It's kind of good. Brian Fazer, I can't say his last name, not going to lie to you guys. His EP, Lost, is really great. Been bumping it every single day. South Florida mentioned Iceberg. Iceberg. He dropped uh, another mixtape. The Real Lifers. He stayed dropping stuff. Yeah, he stayed dropping stuff, so you got to look out for those. And Notable Tracks. Um, Anderson Pack, Zane, Tory Lanez, and Daniel Caesar. They got some new hits that came out this week. So that's all I really got for music for myself this week. Frank, what you got with the sports? I mean, not really much going on in sports, but y'all know it's basketball season. You know, the biggest topic, you know, LeBron James being to L.A. But the ones that didn't, you know, see the game, uh, they played the Rockets, and it was a huge altercation between Chris Paul and Roger and Rondo. Um, supposedly, Rondo spit in Chris Paul. I didn't Paul. see the spit, though. He did spit in his face. Suppose he did spit in his face. Okay. And then he kind of, Chris Paul kind of wiped his face off. And then he Ugh. mush, he mush Rondo. And then Rondo starts swinging. And the next you know, he can't like, mush me. Don't you out here mush <laughs> no, me? No, Chris Paul should have been swinging first. Soon as a drop of spit. I would have, yeah, if, as soon as the spit hit my face, I would have swung first. Yeah, you don't, you don't spit on the man, man. That's, that's crazy. Like, what do you expect Chris Paul to do when he gets spit on? Swing. That's what I'm saying. So when people said that, I mean, the way the way the whole thing started was, yeah, it was a, yeah, James Harden driving to the hole. He got fouled by Brandon Ingram. So it wasn't an and one. It was supposed to be an and one. So you got Harden going to the ref like, hey, you know, that's supposed to be an and one. And then he got into, he kind of got into Brandon Ingram's way and Brandon Ingram just pushed him. So Harden looked back like, damn, bro, why you push me? And you think he could have jawed something to him too? They could have said something to him but that about, made him push him? But I'm just saying, that's where things got started. That's when Rondo and Chris Paul started talking. Remember, they don't even like each other. Yeah, they never like each other. They never like each other. Well, we all, if we all know the history of these two players yeah, not liking each other, yeah, like something each other. was bound to happen. Yeah, but, you know, but this, I ain't gonna lie. This is the first time me actually watching basketball in a long time that when they start fighting, they actually connected with their punches. Like, yeah, was, yeah, this is the first time. It was like a, a lot of people don't actually swing no more. They swing and Sometimes hit air. swing and miss, but it was actually connecting, you know what I'm saying? But um, um, obviously, the thing I didn't like about it was Brandon Ingram was way across, you know, the core. He came in and sucker punk Chris Paul when while LeBron James was holding him. So I think that was, you know, messed up on a young cat. I don't think it's messed up at all. I think he did the right thing defending his teammate. You think he did right there defending the team? But he was already being pinned down. LeBron James held him, so basically he couldn't even swing back at Brandon Ingram. I'm just saying, though, he should have just... You don't know the thing that's going through their head at the moment. You, I see my teammate get into altercation. I don't care who's holding him. I'm going to get my lick in. Seriously. I'm going to start swinging at whoever I'm swinging at. <laughs> Wouldn't you? But they're supposed to be professionals, man. This ain't, this ain't hockey. You know <laughs> they need to put the hockey rules in. <laughs> I don't know why he said it. Hockey, like hockey, that you fight, but it's NBA, man. Like you can really break somebody's jaw. Guess you can what? break somebody's jaw in hockey too. Yeah, I just feel like Chris Paul should not have been suspended. Somebody spit on you, you earn the right to fight them back. Yeah, but Chris Paul did get hit twice, pretty clean. So, but that was that with the sports, man. I mean, unfortunately, the Dolphins did lose this weekend. Um, our defense didn't really play too well. Receivers are getting hurt. Can we talk about the uh, Cowboys? Though? Cowboys fans feel like the refs cheated y'all or something? They lost, yeah. Yeah, we they lost, lost but, but it felt like the refs No, I'm talking about re- recent news. I don't live in the past, all right? I live in the present. Yeah, Amari Cooper. What do I mean? What? He talks about his team. I can't talk about my team. Sorry about your team. Hey, we got Amari Cooper on the team. All right, let's move forward. Well, Amari Cooper, I mean, what, what has he done this season, though? That doesn't matter, right? I Another mean, threat. They, they How about him for a reason, though. He wasn't doing much in, you know, in open, so. Uh, but he's a good receiver, though. With a good quarterback, he's a good receiver. So, what's that's a win. I figured and y'all needed to receive. We did. So that made sense. We did. I was hoping y'all got. I was hoping y'all bring Des Bryant back. He ain't coming back. But after after what's called Jerry Jones literally said what he said about him not him not producing and not being a good receiver, it was he wasn't coming back. Former NFL uh, receiver Carolina Panthers got released from jail. Oh yeah, right. Car- how you say that? Carruthers. Yeah, for killing his baby mama. Mm-hmm. He oh, spent eighteen that. years in there. He paid eighteen years after killing his baby mama. Seventeen he, years. He didn't want to pay child support. That's how bad he didn't want to pay child support. So he uh, conspired. He basically paid somebody to kill his baby mama while she was pregnant. 
and it didn't work. Like right before, like she died like a month later in the hospital, but she was able to call the police and say, I think my boyfriend just uh, set me up to be killed or whatever. That's crazy. And her son, he her baby survived. He now has cerebral palsy. Huh? For the rest of his, yeah, yeah, know this. I ain't know nothing about this. The baby survived. And the funny thing, this happened in 2001. So at that time, when they convicted him was 17 years in 2001, he ain't gonna, he's not gonna make it, he's not gonna make it. Now, 17 years later, we hear he's out. So now he did his time. Like, she, like, you know, she be forgiven or whatever. Like, hell no. He did his time. Originally, like, the grandma. He did his time. He did his time. You know what I'm saying? So what? Okay, you can. In 2001, 17 years sound like a long time. Yeah. And then when 17 years arrived, I don't have to give anybody for nothing. You killed somebody. He didn't kill him. You attempted to kill somebody. He killed her. That's your baby mama because you didn't want to pay child support. What kind of trash shit is that? And he was like, he had just signed like a lot for a lot of money with the Carolina Times. He could have paid child support, but that's just being selfish and greedy. Yeah, that's crazy. The woman's grandmother takes care of the baby. Originally, before he was released, she said that she would be out there to see him be released because his son wanted to see him but the day of when he actually was released they wouldn't they didn't come would you say the, the child has again cerebral palsy like he's like don't people recover from that sometimes no he has so he has like cerebral palsy and something else i forgot but he's he's pretty much he destroyed his chance at a normal yeah, life they're unfortunate damn you know. just because he won't pay child support that's, yeah, that's he's definitely getting trash the week you know he's out man <laughs> trash of the week that's definitely trash. <laughs> trash. <laughs> For the next the rest of your life, you still trash. But I mean, it doesn't matter what. We, I mean, he did say he want to have. He wants to have a relationship with his child now, but I don't know if that's ever gonna happen. Like the mindset of some people. What do we think we're going? Through? I'm sorry, I'm losing my words, guys. I've been drinking a little bit. I'm gonna take that to the crown royale. That's why I've been slurring my words. But what could be going through somebody's mind? To kill an unborn child. It's the concussions, man. You, you can't think right oh, now. Oh, now it's about the concussions. No, it's not about the concussions. There's <laughs> a person going through that instant moment. It's like, you know, he's thinking situation. I just got all this money. This woman ain't finna take my money. That's what he was thinking. Mm. Mm. And look what he got on I mean, I don't know what you think. Regardless, it was like kind of messed, that was messed up. You know, some, some people are pushed to the edge. Who pushed them? Bring them back. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I just think it's foul that if you're going to do something, do it yourself. You know, why hire somebody? You know what I'm saying? That's real shit, though. Real shit. That's real shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, you ain't about that life. Don't talk about it. That's what I'm saying. So, I think that's kind of pie. But, anyways, let's do shots of the week. I got a lot of shots to give. I want to give a whole bunch of shots of the week to uh, everyone who's trying to win this $1.6 billion lottery. We do take sponsors. Um, If anybody wins, any of our um, listeners, if you guys win, we do take sponsors. No, I don't need no sponsors. Let me ask y'all a question. What would y'all do with $1.6 billion? Disappear. Not tell you. I ain't telling nobody when I win. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I will at least let y'all know. Don't tell me. No, don't tell me. When it comes to money, stuff get ugly. I ain't telling uh-huh. nobody, not even family. Yeah, boy. I mean, you want fan square. Why would you not, you know? That don't matter. People are still going to find Have you. Have you heard that, seen the history of lottery winners? A lot of them, like, lose their money fast or they end up, like, they've been robbed. Some people attempted to kill them. a lot of stuff, like, Winning a lottery, that's some stuff you need to keep on. Well, if you win the lottery, they're going to put you on blast, right? Yeah. There's ways to do it, though. We're not going to talk about it on the air because I don't want nobody knowing these plans. I'll tell y'all later. <laughs> what? But there's a, way to, there's a way to get the lottery money and yeah. all of it, not just the portion that they give you, and nobody know your information. You guys change your identity? Nope. Move out of the country? Nope. No. There's ways. <laughs> I researched this. I've been trying to win this shit for years. <laughs> so, hey, if you research it, anybody else can do the same thing. Yeah, there's there's le- there's legitimate legal way to do this. Mm-hmm. So, any more shots to give out? Um. Oh, and early voting. At the time of this recording, early voting was in progress. So, shout out to everyone who's voting. Yeah, go out there and support. We need somebody else in the office. Definitely. Both of, people don't understand though. To like make a change, you have to vote local. You have to vote for your counties, your, your governors, and stuff like that to make a change in the White House. Well, yeah, make, that's why these, make a, these midterm make, votes are so To make a change, you have to vote, period. Yeah. You got some people that they argue about who's in the, the White House and stuff, and they don't even vote. You ask them, did you vote? No. But I hate Donald Trump. 
Okay. Like, really? You didn't even vote. You didn't even. You the reason he did that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, I guess the worst thing you can do. The worst thing to do is not vote. I mean, we fought so hard. Well, of course, we didn't fight. Right? My granddaddy did. I ain't fight. fight. I'm just using my, oh, okay. my background. <laughs> like, really, bro? <laughs> I ain't fight nobody yet. You know, you know as African American, you fight so hard. They fought so hard just to give us the opportunity to vote. So, why not you exercise know, that right? Exactly. You know, it's only 14% of us in the United States. So, um, it's only 14%? Yes. Yeah. So, just. We don't, just, we don't need yeah, facts on We need to take care of that. So. Right. So, support and vote. And speaking of support, that is today's topic. We're talking about something that we all go through, or if we haven't been through, we're about to go through, family support. When is the right time to kick your kids out? When is, what lessons should you learn before moving out of your parents' house? And what did you, know, what did you learn your first year out of your parents' house? All right, so. Since we're talking about family support, first question is, what were some of the struggles you guys had when you first moved out on your own away from your parents? My first struggle was basically figuring out how to pay these bills. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was like the major thing. Hey, you know? I didn't know bills was real until you actually moved out. Bills and grocery shopping. <laughs> grocery shopping was yeah. horrible. You don't realize what you need in your house. Like... You don't understand how much seasoning costs until you start buying it yourself. I think I was good at grocery shopping. I was worse at like budgeting. That was mm-hmm. the one thing. Living paycheck to paycheck, that is not a life. Oh, that was the hardest thing moving out of my And then having to like ask for money after you done moved out, after you done made your whole I'm grown speech. And you had to go back and be like, Mom. I never made that speech in my life. I did. Yeah, that, that, I'm yeah. grown. You can't do I would be audit. I've made that speech before. <laughs> you made that speech before? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did it go? How did Please it... let me know. I've never made a speech in my life. <laughs> no, it was short and sweet. Mom, Dad, I'm leaving in my own place. Um, that's it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's How was it? I feel like it was a dramatic. <laughs> my speech was like, um, first of all, I didn't come. Back. I didn't go back after I went to college. I just never went back. And oh. then anytime my mama called me, trying, uh, mama. Don't tell me what to do. I'm grown. I know what I'm doing. Da, 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 da. That was my whole dramatic speech. And then I hung up the phone. <laughs> yeah, I was you hung up on your mama? Oh, yeah. so you had this conversation on the phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, not in person. I ain't crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I had it over the phone. You thought I was going to say all that in my mama? Rich, when did you move out? What age did you move out? Uh, my circumstance is a little bit different. Um, it was not about moving out. It was about because um, it was like it was just um, my, my mother and I. So it's kind of hard to say, oh, I'm going to leave out. And then um, the hurricane separated us. Oh. Uh, hurricane uh, Wilma. So our, our complex, I got condemned. And then we were just moving house to house. So I really couldn't say, hey, I'm moving out. <laughs> this happened. <laughs> it just happened. It just happened. So I just ended up taking care of my mom. And then uh, we moved into an apartment together. And I just kept taking care of my mom a little bit older. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I just keep taking care of, taking care of her. And then uh, when I got married, and that's when I went off with my own after I got married. Huh. So how did that transition like, like being so used to taking care of your mom, living with your mom, um, and yet you got married? How did that transition for you? Uh, it, it worked out because now I can't go too far with my mom. I gotta be like close by. Like even though I'm, I'm separated, but I still take care of my mom. I make sure I still take her to a doctor appointments and all this and this and that. So I'm not, I'm not still separate. So like even though we won't live together, you still around. I'm still around taking care of you know, like my mom, my wife, my kids. So it's not I didn't like really did move out. It just just responsibility just added on to my plate. Your um, wife cool with that, you take care of your mom, right? Because most wives, they I be mean, tripping. At the end of the day, um, she walked into this. So, so it's, yeah. it's like, you know, she might have to do what it is. Oh, okay, I'm just asking because mm-hmm. a lot of Frankie, wives. Frankie, stop speaking for people. No, I'm not really. A lot really, of wives. Really, a lot of wives get yeah, crazy. I'm just, I'm just I'm thinking it's realistic here. <laughs> most wives. Why are you yeah. saying most wives and you've never been married? I'm just, <laughs> I know people that's married. I'm telling you right now. I know some people that's married. Like a lot of a lot of my people, like a lot of girls I work with, they married. Uh-huh. And a lot of them don't like the husband's mother. Why? They said, oh, you have your own kids. Why are you taking care of your mother? You know what I'm saying? So. I'm telling you, that's, this is reality. People actually go through this type of stuff, bro. I wish I would say that about Marlene. Well, I'll tell you. In that case, now, and you were just saying that do happen sometimes just about the common, the common interest with the, with, the, with the wife and the mother. Mm-hmm. It's just like, because um, they believe the wife is going to take away their son. Mm-hmm. The, the mom is going to believe they're going to take their son away from 
Well, I'm gonna mama, try to get rid of you. You do got some mamas like that. Yeah, yeah my mom, mama's like that. So. Oh, don't take my son away or whatever. So then they feel offended and the wife gets offended. Not my mother. But my hey. circumstance, she walked into it, so she got each other. That's what's up, though. I'm happy for y'all, man. That's what's up. One thing that me and my friends discussed a lot, we talked about how we felt like sometimes we wish our parents would have let us stay home longer. Because, like, in some cases, you know, your parents don't force you out of the house. You kind of just go on your own. You decide when you're going to move out. But in other households, it's kind of like, I need you to get out right now. Like, you grown and get out. So was it like that for you? Like, I know how it wasn't like that for you. You kind of just, you had you had the circumstance you had to go when you had to go. But was it like that for the rest of y'all? Like, did y'all, were y'all forced out or were you like? I wasn't forced out at all. <laughs> <laughs> I just left. But I figured, like, <clears throat> it would have been better if I was forced out. What do you mean it would have been better? I think it would have been. It would have taught me a little bit more responsibility because I always had the luxury of running back to my mom if I needed something. Oh, okay. See, that's what, like, if I needed something or was going through something, I can just run back to her. So you actually never, look, like, actually learn how to deal with that. Exactly. Without, you know, I figured if I was forced out and I had nobody to run to, I had to figure it out on my own. That would have been a lot okay. better. You had that cushion. Yeah. Okay. And so I figured, like, it may not be right to say, but if I figure if you have a child and you want them to learn, best way is to kick them out. Not like kick him out, like yo, don't come ever back back to my house. But like, you're gonna be 18. You gotta do two things. You gotta get a job, or you go to school. If not, you gotta go. Dang. <clears throat> nah, I tell you my thing though. <laughs> if I had a chance to go back, I will live with my parents as long as I could. <laughs> I would, yeah. I would have <laughs> stayed. I would even try to rush money. out. You know what I'm saying? Because only because I feel like I would have been better off if I actually listened to them. Cause they did say, hey, friends, stay a little while. Save some money, you know. But you know, when you when you're you living with them, you're not saving money though. You, you out are, here partying and doing everything. You are saving money because you're not. That's you're your not, fault. You're not paying rent. Well, yeah, you're, okay. You're not paying rent. I mean, you gotta pay light bill, cable bill, and water bill, and all that stuff. Your your parents take care of all that. So, you know, for me, it was the reason why I wanted to move out because I wanted my own space. Mm. You know, and I have so many brothers. We have a big family, so there's a lot of us. So I wanted my own space. I didn't even need that either. I had space. If I was, I'll tell you one thing. Like just one, like if I was like a one child, I would live with my parents for like forever. <laughs> but that's not the you case. You'd be forty five living with your parents. Nah, not forty five. <laughs> maybe maybe thirty six. But I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I ain't kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but sometimes you just want, as a man you get your own space, especially like um, when you experience. You out there, you experience, you event, you venture out, you experience stuff, you experience your friends have their own place, and you know you know how things are. You got to worry about. You know, responded back to you. You know, you know, not having to come home at a certain time. There are guys, yeah, we still gotta come home at a certain time. Even your parents, people say that's just for women, but no, nah, guys. I didn't have that issue. I didn't have yeah. to come home at a certain time. I never had that issue. We did. My mom said, "Come home if I get to work in the morning." That's what exactly my mom said. <laughs> when you were grown? Yeah, even when I was grown, she said, "Just make sure you're not." Because the reason why, because she sleeps better at night. She feels better that she knows that she wakes up, she looks in the room where I'm there, she feel better. You know what I'm saying? She'll be at peace. You know, that's how mothers are, especially when. Mother, yeah, my mama says that all the time. Yeah. Like, she likes. My mama used to text me, like, if it's like, sun's coming up, I ain't home, she's getting ready for work or something, she'll text me, where you at? I'm like, oh, I'm still on the road, I'll be home soon, or I'm staying over here, I'm gonna be out a little late, I'm not be home tonight. That's how we used to do it. I don't think she ever cared about me staying in the house. Yeah, don't, don't ever let your phone go dead, because mothers will freak out. They won't even go to work. Your phone go dead? Oh, my mama don't care about that. She going to work. Really? <laughs> my mom worried about her money. She ain't worried about it. Nah, <laughs> I put myself out here in the streets. You no, know, my mom always called and said, "Are you coming home?" And I was like, "No, I'm staying out tonight or something like that." Because a lot of times mm-hmm. when I go home, I probably spend that at my best friend's house or something, so I'm not coming home. But like in, I guess when I was younger in high school, I was a little like I had a curfew and I was always breaking the curfew. And the first thing I was like, when I get grown, I'm moving out. So I won't have no curfew. That's all I used to think mm-hmm. about. So I used to hate having a curfew at like senior and junior year of high school. You need to be in the house by midnight. Then she moved it to one. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't get back in the house. It's a good time though. One o'clock? No, oh, it's not. Gonna... It's still so much to do. Well, you're in high school, really? <laughs> There's still so much to Are do. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you got lucky. That's a good time. I just couldn't sleep at night. So I was in the house anyway. Mm. But anyway. 
What about um, you guys who do have, because I don't know, like, do you think there's an age that you're going to set for your, like, are you going to let your kids stay at the house until like 25, 26, or you're like, okay, you're 21 now, it's time to get out on your own? Can I answer this question? I don't have kids, <laughs> but I have like this premonition that I'm going to have like three girls. You, you, are, you already think you have three girls. I just have like this thing that's in my back of my mind. I have three little girls. They're all going to grow up around the same age or whatever. And I would suggest that they stay at home as long as possible. That's just my opinion. That's different because you have girls. Exactly. Nah, I want nah. My, I, want my, I want my daughter to go to college. Like yeah, 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 like, yeah. A local college. But <laughs> no, I want her to go to college, experience. You know, nah. I want her to experience nothing. Nah. The reason why you gotta let your daughter experience it, man. Yeah, what, local. When you have a boy or girl, you gotta let her experience college, man. You know, I just that's what I feel like. I'm not gonna be straight. I agree with you on that. Yeah, I'm not gonna be straight with my girl. I, I mean, it, trust me, it hurts me well, to let her go off. Mm. It do, it would hurt me, but. As a parent, you gotta let them venture out. You gotta let them experience. That's the only way they're gonna learn. You know. So. I don't know. I wish my parents would be like, you need to go to college locally and stay at the house. Cause it's like in the long run, I feel like we're only looking at, oh, I want to be grown. I want to do this. I want to experience, experience. I could have waited on some of them experiences, like them student loan experiences. I could have waited on that. That's gonna come no matter what, though. <laughs> no, like, cause I feel like I would have saved so much more money if I wasn't paying for dorm. Yeah. If I wasn't paying for out of state fees and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I feel like I would have saved so much more money. So I don't know. Even though you would save that money, but would you be at your place that you are right now? Think about it. I probably, I probably still would have been there, cause I'm just, that's just me. Know, I know. I would still been with me. Rich, what about you? Well, the kids situation I think is all about different parent guideline. Um, I believe that you know you set you set rules and guidelines. Like at a certain age, you're supposed to get a certain job. You gotta get a job, help out. You know, get a job, be busy, be occupied. You know, you're not just gonna be staying here just chilling. Hold on, what you mean help out? Like you go, know, if you're 16, 17, you're able to drive, it's time to get a job. 16, 17, it's time to get a job. But you don't mean like help out with bills, right? You gotta get a job. <laughs> you you, you understand that child is a bill. You know, you gotta get a job. You At that point, you have your own bill. So you gotta understand the responsibilities, and understand the value of the dollar. You have to set them guidelines. And once you cross that mark of 21, 22, 23, I mean, um, you want to first, you want to force your boy out, but you really don't. It's like you want to get that cushion. Okay, okay, son, you go out there. Just know if you, if you mess up, you got that cushion. I'll back you up. I'll, I'll help you out. But understand though, I only can help you out for so long. But in the day, you gotta go out there and live through your mistake. But you gotta set guidelines like okay, like 16, 15, when you at that legal age, is how you go to job or you um you get like full time sports, easy to order. You're not gonna be coming home playing video games, got we got requirements. Gotta stay active, you're not just gonna be coming home chilling doing nothing. Nah. I didn't accept that because like I didn't I didn't have that guideline though. You see what I'm saying? But I had a job as soon as I turned my first job was when I was fourteen and I always had a job after that. Right. My first job was at 12, selling candy. That's, 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 that's a job. Oh, my Are you kidding scammed? me? Scammed? <laughs> 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 buying the candy get scammed? Girl, <laughs> I, made, I made a dollar after everything I sold. So <laughs> there, <laughs> what was your job after 12? After 12? Yeah. Uh, I worked at Winn-Dixie as a bagger. Then I was promoted to a cashier. I got Making like $6,000 an Balling! I was a waitress for my first job at a like a diner called Cheeburger. Cheeburger. It's like it kind of looked like something off the movie Grease. Mm-hmm. And I used to think I was balling because you know a waitress, you but, making a whole yeah. bunch of tips. You got money every day. Every day. Yeah. But I never like I was glad that my parents made me get a job. Well, really, my aunt was the one who was like, "I got you a job. Uh, you start this day." That's how I got my first job. But. It was more so I wish they would have taught me like how to save money because yeah. I was just spending that money as soon as I got it because it was like, oh, I'm going to make some more money tomorrow. So let me spend this. I don't know why in my head. I just felt like let me spend all this money because I'm going to make some more money tomorrow. Responsibilities wasn't there all the way yet. Well, it wasn't there at all. You know, all that's the a, way. That's a difficult one. My first job was at, at uh, what's it called? Summer camp. My first paycheck was $400 that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I was balling. My first job was uh, I was a busboy at a Japanese restaurant. I had to walk. I had no car. 14 years old. Mm-hmm. I had to walk in the dark. 
Yeah, just, yeah. Some things you just gotta do. Yeah, I was sick and tired asking my mom for stuff. Like, man, I'm tired of this. Mom, yeah, man, yeah. I gotta get my own stuff. And then when I got my check, I'm like, man, I can't spend it. Yeah, like, nah, I gotta save this. I gotta rack up. <laughs> the only thing I wanted money for was literally to go out on the weekends and get my hair done. I just wanted to go, be able to go to the beauty shop and get my hair done and go out on the weekends. That's it. I got a job that I wanted to sell your phone. I paid my phone bill. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted. Like, and that was like my cell phones were popping at that time. You know what I'm saying? Like, like having a cell phone was huge. Like and my I hated having a cell phone bill. Cause my mom had my, my mom bought me a cell phone and I hated it. The only oh. reason I hated because I couldn't not answer her phone calls. Because it was her phone that she bought. Exactly. That's why you should have been buying your own phone. Exactly. I didn't buy it until I got a job. Like my second job, I think I got my own phone. Because my mama, she was taking, like, if for a long time, she was paying my phone bill. Even when I had a job. But then she'll do stuff like, oh, you didn't, um, you're on punishment. I'm taking your phone. Oh, you're taking my phone. What? As soon as I got that job, I was like, I'm paying my own cell phone bill. So you can't take this phone. You're my daughter. I'm still taking your phone. What? You, know, you live in my house, I'm taking your phone. What? I don't know what room. <laughs> I don't know no, what no, no, Bring no. that daddy that's going to remove the front the door <laughs> to the room. You in my house, ain't no secrets. No, that's, that's not funny. My daddy did that to me before I was so ticked off. <laughs> he took the door? He took the door <laughs> off. Oh, I'm like, why are you being so dramatic? I wish somebody would. She's lucky. Yeah, she let you see the door. I want my door to see the door. She wants the door to go. I like the door. This is supposed to be locked there. Even before she walk out, Ben's got the door. So when you go question that. No question ever asked. Like, Dad, why is my door locked? No, I didn't have a door. I'm different. I stayed with my dad for like a year. And like, we used to get into it all the time. So the first thing I would do is go in the room and slam the door Mm-mm. so one day i'm like really mad at him and i'm just gonna go in the room i go to slam the door ain't no door <laughs> and, he, and he was like you always cooped up in that room can't nobody see you that's the purpose that's the point so he took the door off the hinges and then i was like okay do you know how you have them big walk-in closets i'm, like, I'm just gonna sit in this walk-in closet with the door <laughs> shut because i don't want to be bothered Yes. Mm. Next thing I know, I come back home from school. He didn't took the door off the closet. <laughs> like, yeah, he did. At that point, he petty. He being real petty, yeah, so we keep point. doing petty mm. stuff to each other. Mm. I, I don't care. I don't be petty. Really? I don't be petty, petty. Don't do y'all daughters like that. Please let her have a door. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you already know I'm going to do. She ain't going to see the door. She ain't going to see the door. In this case, doing anything. She's going to go to college and be like, what is this? They're going to be like, a door? They're like, a door? <laughs> that is so embarrassing. She doesn't know what to do with a door. <laughs> That's embarrassing. I never had a door. <laughs> I didn't see it. Your daughter friends come over. Girl, where your door at? What this ain't it? your house. Don't ask questions. What are you asking for? What's wrong with you? But the friends is too inquisitive. Get them out. Exactly. But I don't know. Like, looking back, I wish... I don't know. Like, I wish my dad would have taught me something else besides <laughs> taking my door from me. That's a lot I feel like right. you should yes. learn before moving out of the house. It's pretty good. First thing, yeah. everybody, I think everybody should learn. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think that everybody should learn how to cook before they get out of the house. I think okay. everybody. I don't care. Male, female. You don't really need to know how to cook. So you got instant meals. But no, you're gonna get fat eating instant meals. What? That's what the thing. Why not? You got instant meals you gotta you take out. Yeah. Right, you think you good, but you can't cook. Alright, just because you told something right. Like, yeah, I'm not not you shade? Shade? It's, just, it's like you got some people out there, some females. Too. He's not trying to throw shade. No, nah, he threw shade because no. one time I made a uh, bruschetta or t- tomato bruschetta and I forgot the garlic. <laughs> he reminded me. <laughs> he looked at my face, so where the garlic at? I'm like, bro, I ain't had no garlic. <laughs> no, you don't have to cook, man. But I think that's a skill that you should know, though, before you leave the house. I think my um, I think my brothers learned how to cook before those girls in the house learned how to nah, cook. My parents taught us. My mom and dad they taught us how to cook before we even left the house. Like they taught, like we were doing the cook. At, at one point, we was cooking for them. Like they said, you know, I'm not cooking anymore. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna have to figure it out. My mom will not let me cook for her. And we had to cook for them. It's crazy. Like it was, it was crazy. You don't think your son come up should know how to cook, Rich? Well, my circumstance, yes, because you know I can teach him, but. 
Everybody can cook, man. You can teach them. You can try with them. But you can teach them the basics, though. I so they don't starve out here in these streets and spend all their money on pizza. I didn't learn how to cook until I got my own place. But Rich makes a fire ass mashed potatoes though. Mashed potatoes, yeah. Mashed potatoes. Yeah, you make some good ass mashed potatoes. Well, I mean, mashed potatoes. You make mashed potatoes for Frank? Yeah, Lakeside. You make some good ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you can remember mashed potatoes? That's, that's it. it. That's all I can remember, bro. One dog was like, that's it. Five sides. Well, Rich behind the line, like, bro, we get mashed potatoes tonight. Everybody said that. Wow, man. I'm just that's bro, I remember, bro. Well, you know, I, you know, you, you, you can cook, bro. You can cook, bro. I see you flipping shit, bro. We used to cook. My dog was out here cooking. Bro, the best is on point, bro. We like, bro, we get messed up. Like me and Kim, Kim was like, bro, reach back up. I'm like, yeah, bro, mashed potatoes. That's how you're supposed to learn how to cook, though. But it's, we it's, almost 30 and we still on travel. Yeah, you got, you got to feel it. You got, you got to put the love into the food. That's what I'm saying. Like, now everybody can cook. That's what you got to understand. It's like, when you cooking, you got to make love to it. See, not everybody can do that. I get what you're saying. We got to make love to the food. You got to make love to the food. You got to put your heart into it. You say you got to put your heart into it. In urban terms, put your foot in it, basically. Oh, you got love. Put it your foot. Everybody put their foot in there, but you got for love now. You got no. Well, y'all need to give us some of y'all recipes. I promise, me and my roommate, we eat salmon all the time. That's the only thing we know how to make. Salmon is the most easiest thing on earth. Or baked chicken. All you got to do is get a cookbook. I don't like recipes out of cookbooks. They don't never turn out right, and they be doing the most. This is what you gotta learn about. This is what you gotta know about cookbooks, though. I learned that a long time ago. Some substitutions, cause that's stuff. Yeah, recipes and cookbooks are just a guideline. You can step outside. I use a bartending book in my place. You have a bartending book. You don't make nothing out of that one. No, real talk, I do. When special occasions, I'm not big for y'all. What special occasions? So we got special occasions. I'm not saying that. What I'm trying to tell y'all is that I do have a book. When I have a special date, I bring out special drinks. That's all. So um, you don't make why you you need so to make special, special drinks. I did make one time. Well, actually, wasn't there. I made like this um uh, this uh guava vodka. It was it was so amazing. At guava. The, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you look at it crazy, but it was actually amazing. I don't want nothing with. I don't like flavored liquor though. That's my problem. I was, I'm telling you, it's 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 amazing. But what about money management? That was one thing that. I did not learn, and I'm still. I like. Am I? I feel like I'm still learning that. That's a learn as you go, and That's I really hardest. think parents should teach kids. That's the that. hardest. It's hard to teach kids how to manage money. No. I only think it's hard if you don't like. You know how some stuff is raised, uh, um, flown down from generation to generation. Sometimes I really do think the way you handle your finances is not. It's you. You're doing that based off of what you see growing up. Generation curse. Yeah, it's a generational curse. But think about think about it this way. When you see something that you like, uh-huh. do you want it or do you need it? You want. It. I want it. You want. I it. want a lot of you things. Want you want it. You only need Not. three things in life. Everything else is want. Food, shelter, and water. Well, food, shelter, and clothes. That's all yeah. you need in life. You Everything else is want. Mm. But that's what I'm trying to say is that when you see something, you want it. So you're spending money on it because you like you're my big time. Okay, I got it. I want it. At a young age, you're like, you know what? I'm not even thinking about investing. I'm not thinking about my savings. I'm not thinking about. But my why not though? Why like you for us? Like, I think as a culture, we're financially illiterate no, though. No, the reason the reason yeah. why you don't think of it, the reason why at a young age you're not thinking of it like that because your parents have been doing everything for you. They've been doing the hard work. So when you when it's time for you to do it, you're not you're not. You're not used to it. You haven't had that experience. You know what I'm saying? But once, like you said, once you experience that picture to paycheck, once you experience that, oh, damn, um, I want this, but I can't really afford it at the moment because I ain't got that much in my bank account. Once you experience that, it tell you, you know, you, you, you tell us, you know what? I need to learn. Even when your parents teach you, even when your parents tell you, you're not going to listen to your parents. You're like, ah, oh, whatever. My parents know what the hell they're talking about. That's real, realistic. No, but I honestly feel like like he said, it, like I feel like um, some. It depends on the how. I feel like some kids were out there learning how to invest their money and how to save money, and they were more responsible because it was what they were taught at home. And I do think, as a culture, when it comes to money, we're dumb. Yeah. Like really dumb. Well, the thing is though, um, I struggle financial with financial literacy, my damn self, on some things and stuff like that. Like I can, you know. 
some of my experiences together correctly. But when it comes to myself, I have a hard time because I'm stuck with the whole need versus want situation. And that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <clears throat> growing up, I didn't have that problem. I didn't have to pick or a need or a want. <clears throat> had my own money. I didn't have to take care of anything else but my own self. I didn't have no bills under my name, so I just go buy what I want yeah. versus the stuff I need. You know what I'm saying? See, my circumstance is different because um, I came from a cheap mom, so she teach me how she she teach me how to save, and I took it. And for for example, so I, I took it and I said, okay, actually, okay, I learned from it because my mom gave me everything that I needed. I need a pair of shoes, not Jordans. She yeah. gave me a clean pair of shoes. And per for example, we have that's why I said America shallow. Per for example, you have a two year old, three year old, a two three year old don't know their last name. Let alone their mama name. All I know is mommy and daddy. Mm-hmm. So why are you putting drawers on a two-year-old? Right. Who are you putting drawers on for? For your kid or for yourself? You put it for yourself. Because the two-year-old don't know nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what I'm saying. America's so shallow. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm working. I'm, I'm doing the best for my kid. I'm doing the best for this. I'm doing the best for my kid. No, you're not. You're doing the best for you. Because you want everybody to think, oh, I got money, this and this and that. Mm-hmm. We overstand our needs. Like, we don't need it. If we make $40,000 a year, we live a $60,000 lifestyle. That's our biggest mistake as American. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I learned from the one. You know what I mean? I didn't have cable. Because my mom couldn't afford it. Right. I live with that. Oh, I hated them days oh, without well. cable. So oh. when I went to school, everybody talking about BET. I didn't know what BET was. Mm-hmm. That's how bad it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, so I remember the time without older, cable and stuff. I didn't really mind the whole without cable. Because I didn't really need it back as then. As I got older, so now I realized, okay, I got to stay with my budget. Once I get that promotion, once I get that raise, that don't mean go spend more. That means save more. Yeah,那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个，那这个
And they, and they friends pick on them. What do you do? Them ain't your friends, but you still not getting no iPhone. You, so you gonna try to say, oh, them ten year olds is not your friends? Yeah, they're not your friends. Ten year olds is not your friends. My friend, they're ten years old though. I didn't have Jordans growing up. None of my friends <laughs> ever picked on me. I didn't have Jordans growing up, and I still have plenty. Of yeah, none of my friends picked Bro, on me. Those ten year olds, they say you're not their friends. They don't even know. See, at that case, what I do is you take that kid away. From, you take your kid away from the kids. You put your kids. So basically. Take away, take your kid away from the people that they love. Yes. They don't. They don't they love, love them. The people, are, basically, take away the kids from people that they enjoy spending time with. Yeah. Their, their kids, they five more kids to enjoy time with. Cause but don't you want your kid be happy? No. They, they're it. gonna be happy no matter where you put them, Frankie. They're think, gonna make think, friends. Think, think, think about, it, think about. It. If if you have a whole bunch of group of eight kids all on the computer, yeah, I tell you, I'm playing sports. Mm-hmm. Put them in sports. What are you doing in sports? You train, you practice. You're not worried about technology. It's not wrong. You take right. them to a different environment. And you ain't finna win no joints by practicing. Exactly. So, so this is a question I want to ask all of you. Mm-hmm. Your kids. Your kids, right? Your son's like, hey, dad, everybody playing Fortnite. I want Fortnite. He don't have Fortnite. But he says, I want Fortnite. What do you want to say? I'll look into it. You look into it? <laughs> <I'll> look into <laughs> it. But all his friends are playing Fortnite. What are you going to do? How do, you, do, I how do you respond, though? Like, oh, Fortnite is violent for you at this age? Uh huh. Fortnite's a little too violent for you. Look are you kidding me? Like, But all his friends are playing Fortnite. No kidding. What do you do? Like, no. You know, there are special times for special gifts. You can get Fortnite for your birthday or for Christmas, but, but you're is, not going to come to me and say, you're I not going to get this just because you want this. You didn't earn it. Bro, I go through it every single day, bro. And I have a Fortnite. Like, now he's in the stage, everything you see on TV, I want this. I want that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard. You always have to come with plan. You just can't. You're the parent. At the end of the day, you cannot give in to your child. You're the parent. So you can come with all the scenarios. What if you don't? I still do it. I still have to make that choice. And then I'm the father. My wife is the mother. It is what it is. You don't like it, oh well. But you want your kid to be happy though? He's gonna be happy. He's gonna get over it. He's gonna, he's gonna There's be gonna happy. be times in life where your kid is not gonna be happy. He's gonna I happy. know that. And I, I think care. if you don't want your kids to miss that, 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 There's that some things in life you don't have to go my through, bro. My job is not to be my kid's friend. That's not my job. That's not your job at all. My job is to be his parent. Yeah, it's the kid's guy. But you want your kid to be happy. I don't want my he's kid to be happy. He's got a roof for his head. If the kid, if the kid is crying every single day because he can't play Fortnite, what you gonna do? You gonna buy him? No, I'm gonna make him really want. I'm gonna give him something to cry about. Oh, my dog. I'm gonna give him something. I'm gonna give you something to cry about. Give me something to cry about. Oh, you want to cry about? Give me something to cry about. Give me something to cry about. My mom's coming up and come whoop my ass for crying about it. Why do I feel like Rich is that parent out of everybody? Hey, Chris, he that daddy Thompson. Boy, that's 30 cent of milk. He wakes up. My son doesn't eat. He want junk food. I want chips. You want chips? Oh, okay, you want chips. Go, what has to happen? The heck, come the belt with chips. You want chips no more? You're gonna eat that chicken and rice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do it every single time when I have a two-year-old and they copy chat each other. Oh, this is I get upset. So I have my four-year-old copying my two-year-old. Bro, it's not supposed to be that. It's supposed to be a two-year-old copying for you. What you doing? But the thing about it is like me growing up, mm. like I have a bunch of brothers, mm-hmm. you know, one sister. And I always tell my parents, like, damn, why can't I have what my brother got? Right. Why can't I, you know, I go to school. Dang, mom, why can't I have what my brother got? what did you got? do? You dealt with it. Mm. I dealt with it, but I was mad. Okay, you still and you now? still have friends you still too. Mad now? I still the thing about I still had I still have friends, but I was mad. Are you Why still mad? But as yeah. I got older, I realized that you know what my parents didn't have it. But you got kids that go through that and don't understand that though. So you gonna spoil your child? Okay, that's part of growing up. You don't know everything when you're a child. You, know, you have to grow up to you learn stuff. You don't, but don't you want your child to be happy though? Yeah, they're gonna be happy. Did you have a great childhood? My, <laughs> did you enjoy your life? No, I, I. Let me tell you why I did. The reason why I did is because I felt like the people that I had in my life and the people that are in my life, like they still my life. I'm happy. Like we we had moments we shared and everything like that. Right. That's exactly what we're saying. But like for instance, the reason why because we were on the same level. My best friends. They didn't have Jordans. People at school had Jordans. My best friends didn't have Nintendo 64. My best my best friends had Nintendo. You know what okay. I'm saying? So my best friends is what caused me to be like, you know what? I'm at peace. But if your best friends have Nintendo 64, guess what? Guess what? I would have felt some type of way. Go over there, have some play Nintendo. <laughs> Real talk. Go back, say, like, <laughs> it go back to what I said. Guess what? Say bye bye to your best friend. Go get a new best friend. <laughs> I had a neighbor growing up, they had everything. Everything. Was he your best friend? At the time, yeah. What is a best friend? Yeah, I don't even know. Okay, a good friend. Like, they had everything growing up. Her, the brother, the whole house. They had brand new cars, shoes, everything. They didn't fit. You know what I'm saying? 
Why? Because they had everything? Yeah, they're like, they were so spoiled to the point, like, they couldn't get along with other kids. It's not that not, it's not that everybody else was jealous. Nobody really cared because nobody. I'm probably the only person that actually knew what that was going on in that house. Nobody was really jealous. It's just the way that they carried themselves and how they act because they thought they were better than everybody. What do you expect to deal with sport friends? Do you have to learn how to deal with it? I dealt with it and I didn't care. You feel me? But I'm just saying, growing up, I never really looked at, oh, my dog got the brand new pair of Jordans. I'm like, oh, nah. My mama took the email. She bought me some new shoes. I'm happy. I don't care what they were. We I had some Sauconies one time. Just, I was happy about those. You still thought about the Jordans, though. Nah. You know why I started worried about Jordans? When I had to buy my own pair. Exactly. <laughs> Man. When I bought my own pair. Yeah. All right, but the last pair of Jordans I had to buy for myself, the only reason I bought them because I had the money and I wanted something to give me a little bit more status to fit in with the crowd and status. stuff like that. Status. That's the reason. Status. And, and for, from ever since then, I'm like... I went Jordan crazy. I was looking for the next dates, next pair of shoes. I was trying to find the most exclusive stuff. To now to the point, I don't wear Jordans no more. I barely wear sneakers, if that. So, so in other words, yeah, a lot. In other words, you was keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, it was. Yeah. For yeah. no reason. Yeah. You're right. But y'all, y'all pick on me about my sandals, but anyway. Bro, we pick on you about your toes. <laughs> we pick on you about your toes, <laughs> <laughs> your toes bro. Like, stop. Ugh, please stop. Aggressive. Stop like, That's how you jerk in. Like, you've been watching. <laughs> you didn't get your money back. <laughs> no, hey, but it's still be massaging your motherfucking toes. Why right? are you putting your toes up in people? Yeah, why are you That's doing that? Rude? Disgusting. I, I apologize. Violate people. Apologize. I only put them up when they're ready to stop. Go ahead. I'm about to throw up. <laughs> All right, so. Any um, closing thoughts before we get off moving out of your parents' home? Richard, you want to go first? The woes. Well, my closing thoughts is, uh, you know, if you have an opportunity to live with your parents for, just, just live with your parents for as long as you can, because once you move out, the bills are real. Your lights will get cut off if you don't pay them. <laughs> yup. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? have enough candles in that pen. <laughs> watch the basketball, football games if you don't pay your cable bill. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So... Just try to be a parent as long as you can. They did support you. They want the best for you. So sometimes just listen, listen to your parents. They might you may think they don't know what the hell they're talking about, but trust me, they know what they're talking about. So that's my closing thoughts. Rich, uh, for my closing thoughts with the kids, man, you gotta have a guideline for your kids. You know, teaching them responsibility. You know, they can get a job at age 16. <laughs> <laughs> right away. <laughs> Quinn, what's up? Uh, my for my closing thoughts, I think that first parent because it's a lesson that we all are lacking on. I think that parents first need to learn how to manage money, and some things you don't have to teach your kids. Watch everything you do. I know I watch everything my parents do. So when you learn how to manage money and you're showing what to do with your money, mm-hmm. your kids will follow suit. That's it. All right. Well, I really have nothing else to expand on that. You guys did a great job with those closing captions. So all I have to say is, like always, just be kind to one another. Have a great week.